Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. This is another segment with Andy Malinsky, and the country that we're covering today is the second largest country in terms of population, India. And as always, I've got the foremost, well, in my opinion, cross-cultural expert that I've talked to in a long time, Andy Malinsky, and we're going through Asia. We're actually wrapping up Asia today. And um, over the past few weeks, Andy's been using his criteria to determine the best way to communicate across cultures in these countries. Andy has spent the last several years through his experience and his research work, you know, dissecting all these cultures and seeing how each culture interacts with several people from different backgrounds. And he then put together an amazing ebook, which will be in the show notes. And basically, what we've been doing over the past weeks. Uh, past few weeks is breaking down each country that he researched and worked through so thoroughly. Today is India, as I said earlier. So without further ado, I'm about to get started. Andy, on the directness skill, where would you rank India? Generally low. Um, you know, Indians are relatively indirect, especially around topics that could be face-threatening or embarrassing, like disagreeing with someone or giving negative feedback or, or bad news or anything else that could disrupt, you know, the group harmony. Um, so in general, Indians would be relatively low on directness. But, you know, it, it, it is, of course, da- dangerous to be drawing generalizations about any one of these countries we've talked about, especially India, which is such a heterogeneous country. Um, and, and again, all, all these countries have heterogeneity to them. But I think in, in terms of communication style, Indians would be relatively um, indirect. Um, now, I should say that Indian superiors, bosses, would be quite direct when communicating with their subordinates. So that again, like other Asian cultures we've talked about during this series, 
there's a difference whether you're the subordinate or you're the boss. You know, you know, with India, it's, it's very true what you say. India is very much uh, like Nigeria in the sense that it's so diverse. You know, diverse across geographical areas, across religious uh, backgrounds, and and there are so many, many different things that goes on, or that go on rather in India. So it can be very dangerous if you don't know the type of Indian that you're talking to. So I, I hear what you're saying on that. Oh, there's no question. I mean, you know, and you might then say, what's the use of understanding cultural differences at all? And you know, what I always say is that I think I think there's value in it for sure, and in, in sort of having having a lens to to um, to look through. But you have to treat it like a hypothesis. You're going to test your hypothesis when you actually start collecting data, meaning that you're going to start to interact with the person that you're interacting with, and you'll maybe learn and adjust your 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 um, expectations. But I also think that it's very wise to come in with some expectations. So right. that, that's the balance. It's the balancing act inside. Yeah, 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 for sure. So on the directness scale, you say it's generally low, uh, but just, you know, proceed with caution and make sure you do more due diligence. On the enthusiasm scale, where would you rank them? I'd say moderate to low. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, again, composure, restraint, sort of, you know, restraint and composure in terms of emotional expression is particularly valued in, in India. <clears throat> um, so I would say I would say moderate to low. Moderate to low? Assertiveness? Again, it's just like directness. So if you're a subordinate, very unassertive. But if you're a boss, quite assertive. <laughs> so you're saying it depends on the power relationship. Absolutely. In fact, Indian subordinates traditionally often like to have assertive bosses because they... Um, that gives them confidence in the boss's leadership capabilities. Is it the same across generations? I don't, that, that's a good question. And you know what, I don't know of any research that's investigated that. So that's something that you should really be aware that it is not the same, but you, you know, sort of wait and see and, and understand that personality also makes a difference. So whether it's, could be generational differences, but also personality differences, also, life experience differences. You know, the life experience in terms of assertiveness or any of these qualities is going to differ if you're talking about someone li born and raised in India, worked in India, from a small town in India, etc., versus someone who's had more international experience. Very different. Speaking of personalities, let's go on to the self-promotion aspect. Yeah, low, low again. Um, you know, it... Um, Modesty is very important in India, especially when interacting with superiors. But I'd say mo modesty um, is, is really Im Im important. Although, you know, you, you might find some young um, young generation Indians who are quite self-promotional. Um, you might even find some managers who, are, who tolerate that. But, you know, traditionally speaking, relatively low in self-promotion. Hmm, that's uh, that's fascinating. Let's go on to formality. Yeah, uh, hi. Um, I would say I would I would say hi. Um, you know, you're you're. I can't tell you how many emails I have gotten over the past you know many years from Indian students asking me to study in the United States with me or a favor or something, and they call me sir, professor. There are many, many like it's very for formal uh, and. Uh, you know, it's 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 very hard for some of my Indian students to call me by my first name <laughs> because it feels wrong. Uh, you know, that's that's uh, so that's that's from a superior to a 
to subordinate. I think it's different when it's peer-to-peer. Indians can be quite, quite informal, peer-to-peer, when you get to know someone pretty well. Um, so that, that's what I would say about formality. It's relatively high, but it depends. You know, again, it depends. <laughs> that is so funny because, you know, like I said earlier, India and Nigeria have some similarities in the, in the diversity of of the culture, but also in the respect scale. Because I, I, I remember when I first came to the, the States, it took me a while to start calling people first name. I, I would, you know, I can't, you know, I can't even call my mom and dad by their first name. You know, it's just not something you do in Nigeria. <laughs> I understand that. It basically became that I was making them uncomfortable by saying, sir, 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 Mr. This, Mr. That. So I had to, you know, just learn how to do that. Although it's that, I think that's really important. Once you know that it's uncomfortable for them to call them so form, you know, in such a for, with such formal language, that gives you the license to change your behavior. <laughs> exactly. So they were basically telling me, I would prefer if you... You know, you called me this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so let's go on to the, the last aspect here, personal disclosure. Yeah, if, if Indians know people very well at work, um, you know, I think they will talk about sort of semi-personal matters like family and specifics about their job and life outside of work. And even if they start to get to know their boss very well, um, but with strangers, Indians won't talk at all with strangers in any personal level. Again, like the other uh, Asian cultures we've profiled, you're not making small talk with a stranger like you would in the United States. It's just, it simply doesn't happen. Yeah, this has been really interesting for me, and I really want to thank you and commend you on the effort that you put to basically creating all these cultural codes for this country. You know, it, it's not easy work, but... It takes an incredible amount of observation. So, great thanks to you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I enjoy it. Right. So, that wraps up Asia. But next week, we'll be traveling all the way to Europe. We're going to be focusing on Great Britain, France, and uh, Germany. But we're starting off with Great Britain. So, get all your British accents ready. Watch all the British shows that you feel like are the best shows. I'm personally, well, personally, I feel like the best thing to come out of of England, um, besides my favorite sports team of all time, Manchester United, is the great Harry Potter series. Yes, J.K. Rowling. But um, stay tuned for that and make sure that whatever you're doing, you're putting in the effort to understand what it is that other people do, understand why they do that, and understand that your way is not the only way. Look for a collaborative effort as opposed to my way versus that way. All the Berlin walls that you have, take them down, turn them to bridges. All right. Till next week, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 